Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. excited tonight if you're excited give Jesus a shout of praise wow well you are welcome to Proton 2022 I know God is about to establish something great in your life amen and I believe that you are ready for what God has is somebody ready tonight? Wow. Lift your hands to Jesus. Father, thanks for this blessed opportunity in your presence. We come before you. We say, speak into our lives. Bring direction into every life. Bring guidance into every light. Bring light to everyone in darkness. And bring, make the simple ones in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, take absolute control in this place. Give us the grace to teach, to preach, and to minister. Let destinies be transformed. Let lives be changed. Let today mark a total turnaround and transformation for us in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. You may be seated in the presence of God. Tonight we want to get right into it. Uh, welcome to Proton Teaching Convention. Um, it's a teaching convention. We just finished a prophetic convention. This is a teaching convention. After this we'll have a celebration convention. Alright. Yeah, just in your house, just as you have breakfast, lunch, supper, they are all food, but they all have their unique significance. Do you get it? Yeah, so we also want in Proton Convention, we establish a teaching. Amen. I said we establish a teaching, we establish a doctrine. Amen. 
Hallelujah. And I'm teaching from this book, coincidentally, Proton. Proton. All right? And before I teach, I want to say the book is available. I want everybody to get a copy. Do you get it? And to, why do I have copies here? Is it for me? What do I do with it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I want everybody to get a copy of this book. And for the time of this convention, which is today and tomorrow, it's a two-day um, fast-track convention, you know. Um, it's going on a special price of what? 20 rands, just 20 rands for today. 20 rands, just today. As you can see, we are not selling the book to make profit. Do you get it? So just 20 rands. So I want the copies to move quickly right now, right now, right now, right now. Cash and carry, please. No credit, no loan, no, no anything. Pay now and then you take the book. Kame loba sepaya la tasa. Don't do it without me. 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 Don't do
whatever you are doing in this season, Lord, don't do it without us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Matthew chapter number 6 is the piece of scripture you want to turn to. Matthew chapter 6 is the piece of scripture you want to turn to. I'm reading from verse number 31. It says, Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? 32. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your Father which is in heaven knoweth that ye have need of all things. 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. 34. Therefore, take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Amen. In this beautiful piece of scripture, the Bible is bringing our attention to the things to seek. Or Jesus, this is Jesus speaking. And Jesus is bringing our attention to the things to seek as a Christian. Amen. Now, when you, when you start as a baby Christian, you are just like an unbeliever. Do you get When you start out, you are just like an unbeliever. You choose between good and evil. That's the life of everybody, to choose between, well, is this good, is this evil? If your heart is darkened and hardened, you just continually choose evil things. So when you get born again, because you get a new heart, you now become sensitive to what you do. So you choose between good and evil. But as you go on in your Christian life and you begin to mature, you stop to choose between good and evil. After three years of being born again, we shouldn't be talking to you about good and evil. You should be growing out of good and evil. But then now you are faced with the concept of priorities, which is choosing between good and good. So the choices you have to make will have to do with two good things. Which one should I do? Two good brothers, which one should I choose? Two good sisters, which one should I choose? Two good jobs, which one should I choose? Two good basantes, which one should I choose? The, 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 what's the name of the choir again? The roses and the daisies. Two good daisy and rose. I mean, two good flowers. Which one should I choose? So in this, in this scripture we've read, Jesus points out to us what to choose first. And he says, seek ye therefore. Seek ye first. Seek ye first. So in this convention, God is bringing our attention to things to do first. 
or things to seek first or things to choose first. Hallelujah. As you start going on in life, you will realize that the order by which you do things make a lot of difference. They determine whether you get results or not. Hallelujah. They determine the outcome of your life. When you are at a baby level, that's where the options are. That's very even simple. Just good and bad. I mean, when it's bad. I mean, if you ask someone, you love God or you love Satan, everybody will say, I love God. I mean, very easy. Very easy. Hallelujah. One day, Satan went to God. And he told God that, oh, because of the lot of sin that is in the world, people love him more than they love God. So God said, let's do an exercise. Let's go on the street. And you ask everybody who they love. So they went on the street, God and Satan. And as they were walking on the street, Satan would see somebody very looking very bad. You love God or you love Satan? The person said, I love God. <laughs> Satan will see a rasta man who's high with daha and weed. You love God or you love Satan? Even the guy who's high he said, I love God. Nobody will choose Satan intentionally. Do you get it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when people, Rastafarians, they are wild. Let me tell you a story about Rastafarians. One day, Fanta, you know Fanta, the company Fanta, they were doing an advert. So they called a Rasta man and they told him, when we say Fanta, say, welcome to the world. So they said, oh, he said, oh, it's easy, we can do it. And they said, Fanta, peace and love. I had I. They said, no, we just say welcome to the world. They did it about 17 times. Fanta, peace and love. Fanta, jobless. Fanta, I and I. Until finally, he said, welcome to the world. <laughs> it's not easy to. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. So you begin to seek things based on their importance. And Jesus gave, used the word first. He says, seek first. And the word first is the word which is, with the original word which is translated first is the word proton. Proton. is the Greek word proton. So Jesus said, seek proton, which means seek first. Now, a study into the word proton reveals to us that the word proton is perhaps the most important word in the scripture. Because here, Jesus is not saying seek the kingdom. No, 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 no. He's not just saying seek the kingdom. He's saying seek first the kingdom. It means you can seek the kingdom, but if you seek, seek it at the wrong time, it makes no sense to God. Hallelujah. Now, what does proton mean? Proton means the first. It means the first in time, order, and number. When we say something is proton, it means it is not only the first, but it's the first in time, number, and order. It also means it's the first in rank and value. First, that which is first in rank, and it's in your book, chapter one. Chapter one, just let's read, let's go on. Page 2 of chapter 1. Okay, good. It says, Proton speaks of the most important thing 
and that which precedes all others. It means when we say something is proton, it comes before anything else. When you, as you are growing, you will have to learn to put things in order and do things according to order. Amen. Amen. If you don't learn it, you will be doing the right things, but you'll be doing the right things in the wrong order. Hallelujah. Many Christians are struggling because they are doing the right things in the wrong order. But if you will learn to do things in the right order, your life will change. In this convention, God is trying to bring certain things to our attention, which we must do first. Hallelujah. Before we get into that, let us look at why proton. Why? Why is it important to do things in order? Why is it important to seek the most important thing first? Why is it in, why is it in order to do what, the one that comes first before the second one? Hallelujah. Number one, anything that is not done first seems to, seem to lose its significance. When you have to do something, you, don't do, you have to do something first and you don't do it in that order, it seems to lose its significance. Hallelujah. Many people do things, but they do it when it's too late. When they do it when it's not necessary. When its importance is gone. You wake up in the morning, first thing, brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. It looks like a lot of you don't brush your teeth. Welcome to the world. You wake up in the morning. I I, I am so surprised when I see people who are, you are fully awake. Both of your eyes are open. You don't want to brush your teeth. It amazes me. You go around eating, drinking, doing everything. Then later, when you are going out, you come and you start brushing your teeth. You say, oh, but but, but I brushed my teeth. You have brushed your teeth, but you didn't brush it first. So you have swallowed all the gems that have gathered in your mouth back into your stomach, into your belly. And you are moving around. Then when later on in the day, around 11 o'clock, you have a hambisa. Hambisa is what running tamine. How do you say it in Zulu? Kishwai Sizu. It's, it's even a lot. You have a Kishwai Sizu and you are blaming devils. It has nothing to do with devils. You have just swallowed back all the gems that form in. You are saying you. But look, look at the look on your face. I wish you could see the look on your face. Yeah. Yeah. You swallowed it back into your tummy. All the gems. So, but I brush my teeth. So, you have brushed your teeth, but the, 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 what brushing your teeth is supposed to do, it has lost its significance. It has lost. Why do you brush your teeth? When you brush your teeth, number one, to kill the gems in your mouth. The gems that have amassed in your mouth, to kill them. Or to reduce them, or whatever, to weaken them. <laughs> Add some fluoride to kill their potency and their power. Then, number two, to take away the smell from your mouth. Yeah, the smell. 
So it's so, but I brush my teeth. Now my mouth is smelling. But you have swallowed all the gems. Some of you have gained weight. It's gems weight. Gems. One day, I went to a pastor's house in, a little before midday. A little before midday. When I got there, there was the pastor brushing his teeth. I said, ah, around this time, 11 o'clock, you are now brushing your teeth. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. The pastor is brushing your teeth in the living room. Brushing your teeth is not to be done in the living room. It's supposed to be done in the bathroom. Ah. It's so much of a major event that you have to bring it to the living room for all to see. It's like watching television. Hey! I say, what type of pastor is this? Hey! And the pastor cannot say he was now waking up. I'd been communicating with him the whole morning. You see, and because he's the breadwinner of the house and he's the pastor also, the people in the house cannot say it. Meanwhile, you are poisoning them each time you speak in the house. Things that, you, 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 I mean, when, when, when things that you are supposed to do first, when you don't do them and you leave them for later, they lose their significance. They lose their importance. That's why you must understand the concept of priorities. What to, priorities refer to what comes first, what to do first, what you should do instead of that. Yeah. As Christians, we must learn to do the first things. You are a child, you must go to school. You must go to school first. You must go to school first. So, I'll go to school later. I don't want to go to school now. I'll go to school when I'm 23, 24, 20. Your brain is even, the cells are even weak now. They can't even remember anything. You, are now, you now want to go to school. 37 years. You say, Abet, adult education, something, something. Even Abet is not done from A for apple, B for ball. No, no, no. There must be something to Abet on. Amen. So that's the first reason. Number two, things that must be done when they are not done first, what happens? They are never done or they may never be done. Anything that is not done first may never be done. Anything you are supposed to do first. Many of you like, let me use brushing of teeth, that you don't brush your teeth, you move in the house and sometimes you go out without brushing your teeth. Yeah, you go by time, realize you go, you've gone out, you have not brushed your teeth. Yo, I'm just buying bread from the shop. I'm just going to spa and I'll come. You see, you have not brushed your teeth, you are walking in town. And because no traffic cop is stopping you, you are free, move, freely moving around, then it becomes the way you are. Yeah, the, the whole day, you see, the whole day has passed. Some of you, the whole day will pass, you have not bathed. The whole day. And when I say the whole day, I don't mean 12 hours, 24 hours. You have no bath. Yeah, you have no bath. And the one that even makes it worse, you have no bath, then you are now putting on makeup and lipstick. Yeah, you are polishing on death. 
It's called P.O.D. Polish on death. You put polish on death. Yeah. A lot of people who don't do their quiet time in the morning don't do their quiet time. A lot of people who don't pray early in the morning don't pray. So I'll pray later. Oh, I'll pray around 10 o'clock. Oh, they never pray. They never pray. So, oh, but what time do you do? When I ask you, what time do you do your quiet time? Oh, they put so in the afternoon, I know they do. Oh, before I go to bed, I know they don't do their quiet time. You now look at the way you go to bed. You are coming from town. You are already feeling sleepy. You are pulling off your shoe. You have taken off your wig. You have left your wig at the door. Before you get... Is it now you are going to say, Oh, yesterday is gone. Another day. God, speak to me. Ah, let me read my Bible. Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God made the heavens and the earth. Okay, Lord, speak to me. I'm going to meditate over this. God made the heavens and the earth. Ask your neighbor when do you do your quiet time. The answer will tell you if they do their quiet time or not. Amy, I do my quiet time at midnight. Are you a witch? Ah. If you don't do your quiet time in the morning, you will never do your quiet time. Many people, hello. One, I just said, ask one question. You have asked 14 questions. You have asked your neighbor for her number. Everything already. Just one question that I said, ask. Hey, you are not prioritizing. <laughs> proton, proton. <laughs> number three. Number three. It is an insult to give the second place to that which should be first. It is an insult. When something comes first and you put it second, it's an insult to the first thing. One of the things that comes first is God. When you put God second, it's an insult to God. Amen. I mean, imagine they've invited you for a program, the president is here, the vice president is here, then the uh, speaker of parliament is here, chief justice Mohen Mohen is here, then you come. As you are coming to talk, the first person, the first human being you acknowledge is the vice president. The, I want to acknowledge my homeboy, uh, vice president David Mabuza. And then now, let me I, I acknowledge his excellency, Cyril, the president of the Republic of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa. You will lose your job. Because it's an insult. It's an insult. It's, 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 even you... You don't want to be acknowledged second. Because no. when you are not acknowledged where you should be acknowledged, you, 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 you feel unimportant. When we put God second, God feels unimportant. Even you know, like, let's say in a house, the father asks for something to be done, then the mother asks for something, then the children go and do what the mother said and ignore the father. It's just a sign that they, they, they don't respect the father. Because who comes first in the house? You should give me an offering. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. When you put what must be first, second, it's an insult. 
You, we must learn to put God first. God cannot be second. God cannot be second to your mother. God cannot be second to your school. God, I know so many people, as soon as they have any challenge, the first person they drop is God. It's God, we can put God aside. And God, God is patient. He will understand everything. God is the first person to put aside. Then you put your lecturer first. It's an easel. Even when it comes to your finances. When you get money, the first person to spend money on is God. Yeah. Yeah. Which is your tithe. We know how much you respect God by your attitude towards your tithe. You can go around hitting your chest like Simba. <laughs> or Tarzan. That, oh, God is important to me. God is not important. When you get your money, you chop the money out, then three weeks later, you even say, ah, did I pay my tithe? Then you start to have an argument. When we give, bring the records, you start to have an argument. Did I pay my tithe? Did I? Let me go and check my bank statement. Look, look at you. If you paid your tithe, you will know you paid your tithe. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I got my salary. I don't know whether it's yesterday or something. I've not touched it. Because I've not paid my tithe. I've not touched it. Not that I don't need money. I need money more than the reserve bank. But I've not touched it. Until I pay my, I give what belongs to God to God. I don't think I have a right to touch the money. But many of us will not put God first. Not, not, Not knowing that we are insulting God. We are making a mockery out of God. We are reducing the value of God. That's what Jesus said. As you are getting serious, it's all about priorities. Who comes first in your life? Who comes first in your life? Some of you have been prioritized your children over your wife. I pity you. I say I pity who? You. These children, you didn't choose them. They just came to you. The wife, you chose her. You saw everybody and say, no, I don't like that. I like this one. Then these ones who just appeared. Oh. <laughs> when they are 21, they'll pack and go. Then to be left with you and your wife. Yeah. You see, there's an issue. Then you see a man, instead of taking a decision that protects the wife, take a decision that protects family members and... Ah, yeah. eh, Pastor, please, my family, I've known them since I was born. She left her family to come and be with you. You think she does? Does she look like an abandoned child? Does she look like an abandoned child? Or a castaway? She left her family to come and be with you. You have family. I mean, my family is just a piece of family. My wife's family is like the whole ANC. All of ANC, they are all in the say so they mention this my auntie, this my I just be listening. I don't have any auntie uncle to mention. <laughs> I can't compete. Yeah, you should give me a loan <laughs> of aunties and uncles. Yeah, so she left her aunt. Maybe she was even more celebrated in her family than you. But you can't choose her over them. The church is very quiet. 
Number four, this is not what I'm preaching. I'm just getting get to where I'm going. So let's go for it. Tomorrow we'll come back to it. The way the church is quiet, you may not give an offering after I finish preaching. <laughs> Number four, problems abound. Why proton? Problems abound when that which is to be first becomes second. When you have to do something first and you don't do it first, it leads to problems. It leads to so many problems. One of the key things is, one of the key areas you can see this is when it comes to relationships. Hello? When it comes to relationships, what is God's order? Relationship, which is dating, marriage, then sex. Not dating, sex, and marriage. All our problems are from this mistake. I know some people who became beloved. They became beloved as a compensation to sexing. I mean, they started having sex. Then it's like, okay, what next? Let's, let's have a, a, a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we are, we are in a... Most of those relationships don't end up in marriage. Yeah, most of them. I'm coming to tackle them. Don't worry. Most of them don't, don't end up in marriage. Problems after problems. Problems after problems. Yeah. And if by mistake, I say it again, if by mistake it ends in marriage, there are still problems that have to do with self-control. For the rest, you see, each time you sleep with one another and married, something chips away from your relationship. I'm surprised you didn't clap. I forgive you. Yeah. Look, he has slept with you and he has eaten all the relationship away. Even if he ends in marriage, you will see he'll be sleeping with somebody else. Because he doesn't, he doesn't know how to say, I'm not allowed to do this, I won't do it. Then when the crisis, you see, a lot of things, sometimes the problems that come with it take a long time to come. Sometimes 20 years. Sometimes 30 years. Look, those who have misbehaved last year, last two years, pray for forgiveness of sin. Because sometimes when the problem, it will come after 30 years. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. When we do, you see, God is very slow to anger. So it takes a long time for him to say, okay, I've given you enough time. Now take it. Yeah. Genesis 15, 16, Bible says, the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. God waits for the iniquity to be full. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hey, Pastor, you are cursing me, please. I don't, I don't do curses. There's, Moses has put too many curses in the Bible for me to add a new one. All I pray for is mercy. Mercy. So all the problems we have, you will see, so trust has chipped off the relationship. Trust. Each time you go in, out, trust goes in, out. Yeah. Then it's going. Why do we, why? Small HIV that came to the world. 
fact, let's start with tuberculosis. Tuberculosis came to the world. South Africa, Southern Africa, we have the top of it. HIV came to the world. Hey, 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 global pandemic. South Africa, we got the top. Coronavirus. South Africa, it's like local is lacking. Why do you think so? Because this is the number one place where we don't marry. We prioritize sex. Everybody you see is having sex. Everybody. Some legally, some illegally. I mean, everybody I'm seeing right now. truth because liberty comes from the truth not by pouring oil on you yeah the truth. but jesus said and you will know the truth and the truth shall set you your freedom is in the truth it's in the truth yeah so problems come so you see suddenly pregnancy has appeared out of nowhere then you have to drop out of school many people you check how old you are and how old your mother is you see 50 the difference 15 16 50 so you came into the world to a child and the child has to a child is supposed to be raised by an adult now the child is being raised by a child do do, do you get it so by the time you are growing you grow up with the wrong thing because you it's not your mother's fault she's a child she also doesn't know what to do. So a child is raising a child who's going to raise a child to raise a child. That's why there's breakdown in our society. Why do you think there's breakdown in our society? Children are raising children. Yeah. So by the time your mother grows up, she's a grandmother. Now she knows what is right. But she doesn't have the strength. She's not young anymore. She doesn't have the strength. And you have already grown. You have become, if it's stubbornness, you have learned stubbornness to the extreme. Yeah, that's why there's so much disrespect in our society. Nobody respects anybody. Yeah, you can't tell us what to do. Who do you think you are? That's it. And I was telling a group of young men that you learn how to lead by following. So because nobody has taught you to follow or you have not followed, because as soon as you became 13, 14, you said, oh, please don't tell me what to do. So now when you become the leader, you can't lead. Because you have not seen somebody leading before to know how to lead. So that you can lead your children who are coming before you. So there you are. You are now a leader. All you know is to beat somebody. Yeah, all you know is to beat somebody. Beat your wife. Beat your children. Beat your neighbor. That's all you know. The leadership for you is beating somebody. That's all. Leadership is giving people direction. That's leadership. You are leading them somewhere, so you give them direction to that place. Hallelujah. So let's learn to do first things first. Tell your neighbor first things first. First things first. Now, one of the major things, there are so in this book, 
the prophet shares with us many things that must come first. Today I want to highlight one of it and then we will go home. Matthew chapter 5. I'm reading 20. It says, therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar and there rememberest that thou, thy brother had ought against thee, leave thy gift before the altar and go thy way First, proton has come again. First, be reconciled with thy brother. Then come and offer thy gift. Then come and offer thy gift. Jesus said that a good relationship with everyone should come before worshiping him in church. Jesus said, when you come to church to give your gift, whether it's an offering, whether it's prayer, whether it's um, praise and worship, anything we do in church, a good relationship with your neighbor is better. Do that one first before you come to church. You have so many liars sitting in the church worshiping and they worship the loudest and the deepest. Yet, bad relationship with everybody. Yeah, bad relationship with everybody. You see, somebody went to ask Jesus, what is the greatest commandment in the Bible? Jesus said, you will love the Lord your God and you love your neighbor as yourself. This are, he said, upon these two commandments, do all the prophets and the law, everything in the Bible hangs on these two commandments. Loving God and loving your neighbor. Loving God and loving... Loving your neighbor goes with loving God. It's through loving your neighbor that you show that you love God. Yeah. You can't say you love God when you don't love your neighbor. We see how much you love God. Not by the worship you sing or by the prayer or the praises, but we see by how much you love your neighbor, your relationship with your neighbor. That's how we see it. Jesus said, this one is far more, many of us proud. Prayer. Hey, prayer. Oh, my God, baloba, 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 baba, baloba, baba, 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 Yeah, then we are happy. Meanwhile, your neighbor, your neighbor, you don't talk to your neighbor. You don't talk to your neighbor. You treat your husband harshly at home. Then you come and stand on the stage. Baba, we are in your presence. Let it rain. Your rain. Let it fall on me. We're in your presence. Let it rain. Cause your rain. Let it fall on me. Open the floodgates. Which floodgates? Close it. No, please. Close it, close it. You have just insulted your mother at home. You have come to, you have come here to say and cause your rain to fall. Which rain? Beatings, beatings are going to fall on. Open the floodgate in abundance and cause your rain to fall.
this with your, your, your friend before you come and say Baba go and make peace with your friend go and make peace with your sister go and treat people well before you come and stand here and say Baba oh please your mother well. Go and treat your sister well. Go and treat your brother well. Go and treat your husband well. Go and treat your neighbor well. Go make peace with all the people you have been fighting with. In your school, you are a bully. You are like Vladimir Putin. You are a bully in your school. There's somebody in grade 8 who is afraid to come to school just because of you. Yeah. Just because of you. But you will come to church and come and sing. We need you. We love you. Please. Jesus said it's more important. Fix the relationships first. Fix the broken relationships. Just small apology, you will go and apologize. You are so proud like a peacock. You would never apologize. Never. There are some people who never say sorry. Never. Born again wives, they don't say sorry. But that's for another day, not for today, not for today. Yeah. 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 Go and fix those relationships. Before you present your gift, go and fix all the relationships you have broken. Yeah. Proton, he says, first. So it means, we says the first, the one that precedes everything. So it says, before your worship, go and fix relationships that you have broken. Go and fix relationships. People that you have offended, go and apologize. If the people who have offended you, go and forgive them. In past time, they didn't apologize. Go and forgive them. You are no wiser than Jesus. Go and forgive them. Go and forgive them. Yeah. Before you come and worship, before you come and give an offering, before you come and pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Or else most of us are liars. Five, five reasons why you must go and fix your relationship before you come to God. Number one, I close with this one. Having a good relationship proves that you are not a liar. John 1, first John 4, 20 says, If a man say, I love God and hated his brother, 4, 20, he is a liar. He is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he cannot see? How can you say you love God who you cannot see, yet your brother that you can see with your eye, you hate him? You hate him. How can you? I said, how can you? Pastor MC, how can you? God that you cannot see with your eye. So, the God that you love, how do you express the love? How do you express the love to God? When your brother that you can see is you can touch. Baba is not enough. The 
brother you can touch like that. That's the one that we see that you really love God. Says, he that says he loves God and hates him, he's a liar. So many Christians are liars. Unfortunately. But from today, it is changing. I said from today, it is changing. That's why God is drawing our attention to it. You see, when the word of God, somebody once said, yeah, church can really make you feel guilty. It's true. But God is drawing your attention to it so that you can change. 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 So you can change. Yeah. It, it, it shows when you are able to relate well with every. I mean, some, some people are, are, are nasty by nature. You know, there used to be a group called Naughty by Nature. Some people are nasty by nature. It's like they scratch anybody who comes close to them. That's an animal called the porcupine. It has what? Spikes or something like that. So when you come close to it, it will just prick you now. Pastor Lungani has a tree in his house. Two of them. Everybody who has been there knows that tree. Once you pass, it will give you... Yeah. I'm telling you. Every day I tell him, cut this tree, he won't cut it. Cut until he prick he himself. I said, he told me, I said, cho, cho. I've been telling you, every cut this tree from there. The only time it's useful is when they are thieves. But apart from that, whenever people are coming to me, small gate we pass, no, pew, hey. No matter how careful you are. Some people are like that, relating with them, no matter how careful you are, they will offend you. They will do something. It's their nature. Today, if you are here, you are that nature. May God give you grace to change. Sometimes they, they will pierce you by the things they say. It's not everything that comes into your head that you should say. It's not everything that comes into your mind that you must say. I mean, you are writing an exam, so as soon as anything that comes to your mind, then you are writing. You will fail. You feel you have to think of the thing and write the right thing the same way. There's no problem with a thought coming to your mind, but you have to feel tight. You have to feel tight. You have to fine tune it. The Bible says, Speak the truth in love. So the Bible says we should speak. The Bible encourages us to talk. But it says, When you are talking, make sure what you are saying is true. Make sure it's, it's, you should not only speak, but speak the truth. And then when you are speaking the truth, also speak it in love. Ask yourself, what am I, what I'm saying? Is it true? If it's true, does it help anybody? Does it build anybody up? Does it destroy anybody? Think of it. Do you know, do you know the other day, do you know what they were saying about you? You are just going to destroy the relationship between that person and this person. And you are calling, oh, but it's true. It's true. Oh, does it help anybody? Speak the truth, but in love. In love means Add love to what you are saying. Either love to the person you are saying it to or the person you are talking about. Yeah, and those of you also enjoy when they come and tell you stories. Let me tell you, anybody who peddles story to you is peddling your story to somebody. Yeah. Why is it so? Because they are giving to peddle stories. That's their life. They enjoy having death on, on people. So when they come to you, they can't tell you your debt. So they tell you somebody else's own. But when they go to somebody else, 
they, can, they have to dig on you. Yeah. So those of you who are also there say, eh, really? Is it true? Eh, don't worry. Just tomorrow. When she goes to the next stop, she's like a taxi. It stops from drop to drop. When they go to the next stop, it's your story that's chapter 13. You think chapter 12 is this person's story? Your story is in chapter 13. We tell the person. Mm. And those of you who have made yourself professional, I don't enjoy people who always have a story about somebody. Especially a negative story. I don't enjoy it at all. I don't enjoy it at all. Say, uh, do you know this person? Do you know Tapello? Then the Musa? Then, then the... Oh! Every day you only bad story. I mean, you are a magnet. You only attract bad stories. How come? How come you know? I mean, you are like the church gossip. Such people, they destroy relationships. Church gossip. He says, just watch the person's relationship with everybody. Yeah, one, one day a brother was going to marry. And then the sister of, the brother of the sister he was going to marry, the brother said to him, this girl, she's nasty. So, no, it's you, you. When he married her, then he began to see nasty. Yeah. Nasty. Some people are nasty to authority. So when you are not an authority, they are very nice to you till you become the authority. I, I don't know if you follow what I'm saying. It's like if somebody is their boss, they are nasty to the person. So when you are not the boss and you are the accord, you'll be tell, hey, you see, low, low is a very bad low. And this person said, this said, this said, this said, this said, low mama and low tata or low papa, whichever one, or low baba. <laughs> A very low CC, very bad low CC, everything. Then, when you become the boss, then they turn it to you. Yeah, so I know a guy, the beloved will be complaining about the parents to the person, and then you also be listening. I, I said to myself, something must be wrong with you. Soon you will become her parent. You will see how she will complain about you to her friends. Yeah. Number two, I'm giving you five reasons I close. As soon as my time is up, I'll close. So that we are not liars. God is delivering us from lying. Number two, having a relationship or having good relationships prove that you are not a murderer. Please, it's in page 11 in the book that you have. Proves that you are not a murderer. How many of you have the books? Please come and take a picture of them with the books. Or you have it already. Please come and take a picture of them with the book. First John 3.15 says, Whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer had eternal life abiding in him. If you have the book, lift it up. Give me a wave, please. So that the, the oh. How many books did you sell? 50 books. Wow. Give us a wave. It means those, those who are here are more spiritual than those who are here. No, obvious. Obvious. Wow. Beautiful. It says, whosoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderers have eternal life. Murderers do not have eternal life. Hallelujah. 
The Bible says that anybody who doesn't have a good relationship with people is a murderer. The Bible describes you as a murderer. So having a good relationship proves, developing a good relationship proves that you are not a murderer. It proves that you are not a murderer. Just being pleasant, being nice, proves that you are not a murderer. Hello? Are you there or you've gone home? Lisa, that's you, ne? Great. Proves that you are not a murderer. It proves that you are not a murderer. Can you imagine we have come? All of you sitting here, we are all quarreling with somebody. And we have come, we are worshipping. So God is being worshipped by murderers. Madras have come and we are singing Here I am to worship And here I am to bow down Here I am to say that You're my God You're all together All together Wave your hand to the Lord All together come to worship you <laughs> and they have lifted up their hands <laughs> and here I am to worship and here I am to wave your hands to the Lord They have gathered, they form a kosatu, and they have come to worship you. That's what it looks like to God. Until we start loving one another. 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 So let's learn to fix our. You can't hold a grudge for so long. How big is your heart? Who do you have held a grudge since? BCO, BC, a BC, a BC problem. That's before Corona. You have held it before COVID. You are holding the fault, the the the, the grant before COVID. You have gone DC, which is during COVID. Then AC after COVID, you are still in the grant. Hey, why? Let it go. 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 Yeah. 
If you are here, somebody has offended you, you can't let it go. May God give you special grace tonight for you to let it go. May he touch your heart and heal you so that you can let it go. Number three, number three. I have ten minutes to close. Number three. Having good relationships prove that you are not abiding in death. First John 3, 14 says, Who, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Abides in death. What is death? To abide in death is, means to be separated and isolated from God. To be isolated from God. To be separated from God. That's what it means to abide in death. So when God told Adam, even the day thou eat of this, thou shalt surely die. What God was promising them that when you eat this thing, when you do this thing, I said, should you do? I will separate myself from you. And you will start to die. You will start to die. You will start to die. Many people who are holding grudges, God is not with them. Yeah. You pray by God. Maybe that's the reason why your prayers are not being answered. Yeah. That's the reason why God doesn't hear when you pray. Because when you start praying, he balababa, he balababa, God asks, eh, Angel Michael, who are those over there? Then Angel Michael will go and look and say, oh, it's the dead people who are there. Some dead, some four dead people are shouting from Peter Marysburg. May it change from today. You are letting go of grudges. So when you come and pray, Angel Michael will go and tell God, oh, some saints, some saints are, are speaking prayers over there. God, come and hear your saints. Come and hear your children pray. Hey, my pastor, I was with this boy, then he took, she took the boy from me. I told, look. <laughs> Listen, do you know the number of boys in China? In China alone, China alone. There are about 1.5 billion boys in China. Why are you worrying about one boy from Eastwood? One, just one boy from Eastwood. When there are 1.5 billion of them, in China. Ah. A boy that can be taken from you is not a good boy for you. I say it again. A boy that can allow himself to be taken. I mean a whole boy. <laughs> I mean, no, let's be serious. A boy, and he, he can allow himself to be taken. Then he's not boyed enough. No, he's not boyed enough. No, no, he's not a big boy. He's a small boy. <laughs> no, 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 he's a lighty. He's a lighty. That's why he can be taken. Because it's these children that we carry them. Have you seen anybody trying to carry me or carry? Try and carry Pastor Speedway. Try after church. Come and try and carry Pastor Speedway and see if you can carry him. You can carry him. Is this like these small children that you can carry them? So a boy that can be taken from you, oh please. He's not worth any crying. I don't know. Some of you ladies cry over nothing. And you waste ice cream over nothing. When I'm looking for ice cream to eat as dessert, you are using it to cry. Over a boy who can be taken. 
if he can be taken, let him go. I said, if he can be taken, let him go. Let him go. Number four. Having good relationships prove that you are no longer living in darkness. First John 2, 9. It says, he that saith he is in light and hateth his brother is in darkness. Even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light. And there is none occasion for stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whither he goeth because that darkness has blinded his eyes. Having good relationships with one another is so important for your spiritual work. When you hate, when you have grudges, you have bad relationships, the Bible says you are walking in darkness and there's stumbling. It means you can fall down. You can fall down as you are walking. As you are walking. Jesus said, this, this, you must consider it first before you even come to pray. Before you even come to give an offering. Before you even come to worship. You must consider it first. Yeah. Good relationship. Good relationship with people above you. Good relationship with people at your level. Good relationship with people below you. Yeah. Some of you are angels in church, but witches at home. Look, one day, a husband came to see me. So I said, what's the problem? He said to me, I want you to sack my wife from the church. I said, oh, why? So no, 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 no. My wife is deceiving the whole church. Because when she comes to church, she's like an angel. But at home, shoo, sack her from the church. She's like a dragon in the house, breaking things, threatening me, threatening the children. Yeah, in the house. I said, oh, as much as what you are saying sounds reasonable, I can't sack her from the church. He said to me, then I won't come to the church again. Until you sack my wife, I won't come to church. He used to sit here. He said, I won't come to church. I'll see you. Anything you need, call me. I'll do for you. But I won't come to church. Because when I come to church, I see that my same wife in the church. No, 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 no. Saying, Baba, oh. No, 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 no. It doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me. He said to me, it doesn't sit well with me. So until she's out of the church, I won't come to the church. I'm not your enemy. I don't have a fight. Anything you need, call me. One day I was standing here, some white people were passing. I was standing with him here, some white people passing. When they stopped, so, oh, so this is my pastor, this is my church. No, he has stopped coming to church for like one year or two years. <laughs> he told the white people, this is my, meet my pastor, and this is my church. Yeah, but the only reason why he doesn't come inside, she's inside. Yeah. Look, one day I preached and I said this. I, I, I didn't even say, I read it from the book. That some people are very nice in church, but when they go home, they are very bad. What's at home? Immediately after church, one wife attacked me. Since I started ministry 20 years ago, nobody has attacked me like that before. He attacked me. Nobody that I know has attacked me like that before. I just sat down and watched them. 
At a point, I said, oh, it's a, a demon has come over you, so I've forgiven you. Yeah. Do you know what triggered it off? Because of this reality. So after I called the husband, I said, this is your wife. Oh. She said to, he said, I won't continue the story. It's okay, let's go. Number five. If you come tomorrow, remind me, I'll continue. Having good relationship proves that you have forgiven those who have wronged you. Mark eleven twenty five. 25. Jesus, and when you stand to pray, forgive. If any man ought against thee, forgive any man, if any have ought against thee, that your father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father which is in heaven also forgive you. So anytime you forgive, anytime you have, when you have good relationship, it proves to us that you are forgiving those. There's no relationship without forgiveness. You cannot relate with anybody who will not offend you. Any good relationship, people offend people. Pastor, church member, church members offend the pastor, the pastor offends them. Even, even maybe as I'm preaching, you were expecting that today that you have come, I'll give you oil to drink. Meet when I came today, I said, I'm teaching you the word of God. You're already offended. Yeah, pastor, I was actually expecting that today you will give us oil to drink. You will lay your hands on all of us like you did the other day. You came, you said you are not laying hands on anybody. When I was praying in tongues at the beginning, I was praying for you. Your problems were being solved at that time. Yeah. You will go home and you will see miracles. You will be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the centurion said to Jesus, me, I am a man and authority. I say to somebody, go, you go. You don't need to come to my house. Just say something to help him. I know how authority works. It's people without authority that they have to come and be there. You have so much authority. You can speak something here to happen in my house. Mother, daughter, by all means, things will happen. Somebody has to forgive somebody. Father, son. Any type. Friends. Bible says, Amos 3, the Bible says, can two walk together? Except they agree. By all means, there will be things. There will be reason. Your brother has taken your shoe. Your brother has taken your this. Your, I have two sons in my house. I see all the time. It says, like, it's a normal relationship. People offend people. But for you to stay friends, you have to forgive. You have to learn to forgive. Yeah, so when we see that you have a good relationship, you know people who don't forgive by how, how the span of their relationships. The span. You understand span? It means how long the relationship stretches. Hey, just yesterday you said Musa is your best friend. Three weeks later, Musa is no, you have deleted, you have brought Musa on face, on WhatsApp, deleted Musa. Now, now, Alan is your, your best friend. Seven days later, you have started to write things about Alan on Facebook. Bad guy, wicked guy, demon, I'm a demon. Then now you say, uh, somebody else is your best friend. Hey. You can't have a relationship that long. I have friends who have been my friends for 30 something years. We have been friends for 30 something years. 
30 something. 30 something. I have, I have a friend, he became my friend on the 14th of September 1989. Till today. <laughs> Till today, 1989. Yeah, I remember the day because that, that's the day we stepped into high school. Then we became friends. Seems short today. You are friends with them. today. You are best friends. I know some people they know the speed with which they know how to make best friends is the same speed with which they know how to stop the friendship. Look, and when they become your best friend, you will dress like them, you will talk like them, you everything you become twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they are if they are yellow bone, they will bleach you to become a yellow bone. They will polish you to become dark. They'll turn you to become dark. We wear the same glasses, the same shoe, the same hair, the same this, the same that. When you see them come, it's like somebody in the shadow. Uh, they are somewhere here. Okay, okay. They are in this region. Okay. Let me go there so they can hear me. Yeah. Dress the same. Walk the same. Wear the glasses the same, do the same hairstyle, buy one week, split it into two, and share. Sometimes when I see, I say, Wow, give it three weeks. I said, Just give it three weeks, it will disappear. New friend will come. And when the new one comes and starts moving, I'll be looking at the new and say, You, you don't know. <laughs> When I look, I say, don't know. <laughs> don't know, don't know. Don't know. <laughs> I look and say, don't know, don't know. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, don't know. <laughs> yeah. The same speed with which you make friends. If we go on your Facebook now, we will see you and about 43 different besties in two years. In a span of two years. This is my bestie. This my, my best friends are my best friends. They've been my best friends since they are still my best friends for years. For years. For years. Besties together forever. Yeah, together forever. Once a while I get new nice friends, then I add. But you can't come and replace the ancient of this. Hey, people that I've shared rooms with. Yeah, university rooms, high school rooms, university rooms, rooms in different parts of the world. You can't just appear on Valentine's Day and say, you are now the latest, best. No, 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 it doesn't work. So we see your nature by how quickly you change friends. But I pray that God gives us a grace to place the right value on good relationships. Jesus said, put it first. First in rank, order, number, value. The most important. Please value on relationship. Please value on it. Good relationship. And when we see you, we see good relationships. Good relationships. Good relationships. I pray that the love of God fills the whole church. That when we say we love one another, genuinely we love one another. With loving, two major signs of love is giving and forgiving. Giving and forgiving. 
you give and you forgive. So it will permit the whole church that the church will be a church that gives and a church that forgives. A church that gives and a church that forgives. What did you do? Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Let's go forward. Let's go forward. It's okay. I forgive you. It should be common. It's okay. You too, if you have offended, learn to say sorry. It makes it easy for you to be forgiven. Hey, did you not hear what pastor was preaching? He said, forgive me. Come on, forgive me. Or you are bad. Look, learn to humble yourself and say sorry. And then we all move forward. You, 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 you. <laughs> you see the person who I said attacked me. One day I was playing golf. And I said, oh, let me create an opportunity. So that I can forgive this person properly. So I just sent the person, out of the blue, I just sent the person a message. Oh, Charlie, I hope we have not become enemies. I was shocked at the person's response. I was so surprised. The person thought, oh, this is my chance to blow a beast. As soon as she started, I said, I just responded, wow. And I left it. From that day up to today, it's been wow. Like, look, let me just create an opportunity. You know, sometimes people want to say sorry, but they don't know how to say sorry. So let me just create a chance so that she can walk through the door. You won't, you won't believe the response she gave. People are so proud. The devil is even a small boy. I pray for everybody here tonight that God will help us open our eyes to see how he values good relationships that we have one with another that shows him that really we love him that we are not liars we are not murderers we are not walking in darkness we are not abiding in death I pray that that grace comes upon us that the love of God permeates our hearts that everybody around us sees and enjoys that love in the name of Jesus stand to your feet let's share a word of prayer I want us to pray quickly as we close. I want you to pray for yourself. You know your situation better than anybody. I'm just preaching, but you know yourself better than anybody. I want you to pray. And as you pray, I want you to tell God, help me. Help me to put good relationships first. Proton, first in rank, first in order, first in importance, first in value. Let me let good my relationship with people precede everything else. Everything else in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. Just pray shortly for just a minute. Just pray. Lord, help me. Some of us need help. Without the help of Holy Spirit, we cannot do anything. We cannot do anything. We cannot do anything. We cannot do anything. My God, Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Ask God to help you. Maybe you have a bad relationship with your mother. Ask God to help you to fix things. Maybe you have a bad relationship with your sister. Ask God to help you to fix it. 
Ask God to help you to fix it. Ask God to help you to fix it. In the name of Jesus. tonight want to say pastor please pray with me I want to surrender my life to Jesus maybe somebody invited you to church but deep down in your heart Jesus is not the Lord of your life if you were to die today you will not go to heaven tonight I want to give you a chance to accept Jesus and bring him into your heart accept Jesus into your heart as your Lord and your Savior you are here like that. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, please pray with me. I do not want to go to hell when I die. If you are here like that, please lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift your right If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I'll pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. 
lift up your right hand, I'll pray with you. If you are lifting it, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. If your hand is up, come to me. I'll pray with you quickly. Lift that up. Come and my sister, come to me. Come running to the mercy. You lift it up your hand. Come to me. I'll pray with you. You lift it up your hand. Come to me. I'll pray with Let's close tonight quickly. We continue tomorrow. Yeah. Place relationships high. Yeah. Some of you need to go home and apologize to your mother. Grandmother, go and apologize to your grandmother. Small tea that she asked you for. Amen. Things are changing. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.